Hi there, this is Cheryl Richardson, and welcome to my Facebook Live. Finally, I'm back. I feel like it's been a while. Um, I was in London last week and was busy the week before and hadn't been able to schedule something, so I'm glad to be back here, and I look forward to seeing who's here and um, supporting you in any way that I can. So um, we'll do some laser coaching. And while I'm waiting for people to come on, um, let me just say that it is a perfect spring afternoon here in Massachusetts. I always like to start with the weather. I think it's a way of, it sort of anchors me to the moment, anchors me to, um, to um, just to being here with you. And it's, it was raining all morning, which we needed rain because we hadn't had it for a few days. And um, hi, Lisa, welcome. And hi, Deb and Terry, welcome. I'm glad you're here. Um, so yeah, so we had rain early this morning, which we really needed, and now there's just bright sunshine and a really nice cool breeze, and it's probably, I don't know, maybe 70 degrees out, and I'm really grateful. You know, I was going to start this Facebook Live, I just, just a few minutes before um, I went to sign on here, I looked up and there was a big deer in the backyard, <coughs> excuse me, she was walking through the grass, I say she, could have been a he, but I think it was a she, and um, pulling leaves off of one of the trees nearby. <coughs> Hold on, let me get a drink so I don't get overcome by a tickle in my throat. Um, she was walking through the grass and I thought, oh, if you stay here, I'm gonna start by, I always try to do that, start by turning the computer around and showing you a deer in the backyard, but she's gone back into the woods hiding, so. I was out for a walk a little while ago with my friend Beth, and I saw geese, mom and dad geese with their babies. And um, when I came uh, up the driveway, up my driveway, there was a little snake sitting on the driveway. I don't think he was doing very well. He wasn't hurt or anything, but it almost looked like he just got sort of consumed by too much sun maybe. And um, I walked up the driveway a little further and there was a turtle right there sitting right there in the driveway, which I moved off the driveway. It's turtle season here and baby season here, so it's really great. Hi, Joanna and Shaf, welcome, and Jackie and Mitra, welcome. I'm glad you're here. So it was really wonderful to be outside in nature and to find animals and um, birds. And I saw two, Beth and I saw two big, beautiful, great herons that were flying overhead. I really think that's sort of like my totem animal because or totem bird because I see them all the time. Anyway, um, let's see, what did I want to tell you uh, before we get started with some coaching? The Self-Care by the Sea retreat is probably going to open for registration tomorrow. If you are on the wait list, you're going to get notified first. So um, if you're interested, you want to go to CherylRichardson.com, click on the retreat button and sign up for the wait list. Um, those people will get an email first that it's available and then um, it will go out to um, the, a broader audience afterwards. The retreats all focused on how to love yourself more, really. I mean, at the center of everything I do and everything we do in terms of growing and evolving, what it really comes down to is that developing a really loving, wonderful relationship with ourselves, getting our worth on an inherent level, um, giving ourselves the gift of healthy relationships and healthy 
nutrition and healthy movement and, you know, just slowly and systematically making the changes that really make a difference in somebody's life um, and allow you to love yourself more because when you love yourself more, you love other people in a much better way and you allow better things into your life. So the retreat is about that. It's, it's, the retreats are always different. They're really focused on the retreat guests' um, needs. So whatever you come with is what we deal with. And we do our best to support you in making the changes that you need to make and to grow yourself up so that you're able to feel courageous and confident in the changes that you make. So I hope that you'll consider joining us. It really is a special event. And um, I love doing it. I do it twice a year, one in the spring and one in the fall. And it's a beautiful location. Stage Neck Inn is, is really, it sits in between the open Atlantic Ocean and York Harbor. And you just couldn't ask for a more beautiful setting, actually. So let's see who else is here. Hi, Sharon. Welcome to you. I'm glad you're here. And Julie, welcome. Hi, Teresa. Um, I hope you saw my advice, Teresa, on Instagram. Hi, Barrett and Dana. Uh, Dina and Sylvia, welcome to you, and Lynn and Kathy, welcome. Hi, Jennifer and Ursula and Vivian and Marianne, um, you're so sweet. And hi, John and James. Hi, James, I'm glad to see you here. Um, oh, James. So James is part of our community, and he sent me this beautiful email with a little finch that came to visit him and sat right in his hand. And oh, I just... I loved, I just loved, he sent me a picture of it. It was just, you know, James, it really says something about um, your energy that this little bird would come and, I mean, I, I've never had a bird come and sit on my hand. I would go crazy. I wouldn't go crazy. I would be very calm. Um, but I think it says something about how special and beautiful and peaceful your um, inner energy is. Um, hi, Laura. Thank you. And um, I'm so glad that you enjoyed the retreat in April. Yes, that was with Russ Hudson, the Enneagram expert and a very dear friend of mine who I love so much. Um, this October, the retreat is going to be me, and then Michael is going to join us for some of the retreat during the weekend. Um, he and I are going to do some coaching together, and he's going to do his intuitive you know, readings, which he also does so beautifully. Um, anyway, so yeah, so there's the retreat, and it would be wonderful to have you there with me. It's a great way to get to know each other on a deeper level, and it's limited to 50 people. And the other thing I wanted to let you know is every now and then on Instagram, um, I use the username on Instagram is Coach on Call, and every now and then I do a um, Coach on Call Ask a Question. And last night I did it, and we've had people asking questions all day. And it can be really helpful to not only um, ask a question and get some laser coaching, but to go through and read all of the different questions, there's probably, I don't know, 25 questions up there now with answers, and I've saved them as part of my um, story. You can find it on, the, uh, on my bio page on Instagram. So you might want to check that out as well. And also just make sure that you subscribe so you can ask a question the next time I do it. I'd love to have you there. That would be fantastic. So... Um, you know, I thought, I was thinking about what kind of a topic I wanted to kind of, you know, open with today. And um, I felt instead like I just wanted to go right to the laser coaching and to support you. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to, um, I'm going to let your questions and your, the coaching that you, the, thing, the topics that you'd like coaching on sort of lead the discussion. 
And I'm gonna do that for the next 20 minutes or so. So if you have something that you'd like some help with, the more specific you can be, the better. And, um, and the more, yeah, the more specific you can be, the better. You can post a question right in, right in the comment section here and I'll scroll through and start looking at them. And, um, and I'm looking right here. It's the first one I see is Chiara. I'm struggling with leaving me and my ex-boyfriend's house. I know it's wrong for me to stay here as it's preventing both of us from moving on, but we both find it really scary and painful for me to move out. I don't know where to go. Everything else feels wrong. I'm struggling even to visualize myself somewhere else. Yeah, this is really hard, Chiara. I hope I'm saying your name right. Um, ending relationships are some of the hardest things we do. We really are. And so we have to be very gentle with ourselves and really understanding, and we can't do it alone. You know, it's funny, I almost thought about starting this Facebook Live, talking about the two things I think everybody needs to do in order to, um, in order to heal and grow and survive this crazy planet, frankly. And um, the two things are meditate on a regular basis and at some point in your life, get good therapy from a good therapist. And Chiara, feeling stuck the way you are, I would not try to get unstuck on your own. And I certainly wouldn't try to use the support of your boyfriend to get unstuck because the two of you are sort of caught in this, if you think of it this way, you're caught in this neural pattern or you're caught in this groove together that's gonna make it difficult for you guys. You can't see things objectively. You need loving support. You need somebody who can guide, who can help you look at what the fear is about beyond just the ending of the relationship, which is scary enough. And somebody who can help you, help guide you to make a plan, make an exit strategy, create an exit strategy for yourself. Uh, I don't, I couldn't imagine at this point in my life. Now, I want you to hear this, Chiara, as somebody who teaches, has been teaching self-care for the last 25 years. I couldn't imagine myself ending a significant relationship. Obviously, it's significant you're living together. I couldn't imagine myself ending that relationship without the guidance and support of a good therapist. That's good self-care. Trying to do it alone is just too difficult. So um, I think all of us at different points in our lives need good therapy, and all of us need to practice managing our busy mind so that the soul's able to run the show. You know, you are a soul. The mind is your servant. And for too many of us, especially in situations like this, Chiara, the mind takes over and we get caught in these crazy loops. It's too scary, I can't leave, where will I go? I won't be safe. I'll be all alone. I mean, the mind will just go crazy on every horrible, rotten thing that could possibly happen. And meditation is what teaches us slowly and systematically to um, make the mind the servant of the soul. So the hardest things I do, you know, the times when I'm most worried are the times now that I sit down and set an alarm on my phone for at least 10 minutes, sometimes longer, and I just sit quietly with my eyes closed. And every time my mind wants to frighten me, I tell it, no, 
you're my servant. We're going to sit here and be quiet together. And I just keep returning to that and just focus my energy inward. And I think that that can be helpful also, Chiara. But the thing I would do most importantly first is to get yourself some good therapy. I think that's really important. And I, um, I, I'm going to add you to my prayer book. Let's see. I pulled my back this morning, so I can't move very easily. I moved the wrong way, just bent over to pick something up. You know how that happens. And um, my back had a little spasm to it. It's getting better, though. I went for a walk, and that'll help. Chiara, I am putting you in my prayer book right here, sweetheart, my red book. And um, have lots of people's names in here, and really wonderful things happen when people go in the prayer book. And so I'm sending you lots of love. I know that you can get through this, and I know that you can find a new life for yourself, and you can gain understanding and wisdom from this experience. You just need somebody to help you do that, sweetheart. Okay, I hope that's helpful. Um, thank you, Amanda. I'm glad you got to read the, um, Amanda says your coach on call Instagram was amazing, got to read it early this morning. I'm so glad that was helpful. I love that. Jennifer says, my favorite auntie passed away two days ago. The day she passed, I felt a swerve in my heart. I've never felt that before, not even with my dad or my grandmother. What was that? I don't know. That's an interesting word, Jennifer. I felt a swerve in my heart. You know, the best thing I can say about that is we are all connected in such powerful ways, and we're connected through the heart. You know, the heart has um, its own coherence, its own language, its own, I really think of it as sort of cords of energy that come out of it and connect us to one another beyond space and time. We don't have to be in the same room. We don't have to be, you know, physically connected in any way. We know that from science and physics that um, objects are influenced by um, our thinking and our energy. So maybe you felt something, you know, maybe you, you just felt a sort of twinge of her leaving or um, transitioning to a different form. And um, I'm sorry for your loss. I really am. It's so hard to lose people we love, isn't it? It's just so hard. It's one of the hardest things that happens here on the planet for sure. Um, but talk to her because she's just changed form. She's not really gone. She's just changed form. And um, one of the ways I think we keep the connection alive is by feeling the love for them in our heart and, and talking to them as if they're still here with us in some way, really just experiencing that. Okay, um, Vivian needs help with anger. What are some tools for that? You know what, Vivian, here's a great thing you can do. I don't know where you live, but take, um, get a bag of ice cubes. Either make some in your freezer or go out and buy a bag of ice cubes. Go out into the woods somewhere, preferably find like some big rocks or a stone wall and just um, smash the ice cubes against the stone wall. It's safe. The release of energy, you know, when we feel angry, most of us don't feel comfortable with being angry, so we stuff it or we, you know, use food to stuff it down or busyness to stuff it down or alcohol or drugs or whatever. Um, but what we really need to do is get the energy up and out of the body. And the way that I, I think one of the great ways we do that is by physically releasing the energy. Um, so somebody... Somebody shared that idea with me a while ago, and I thought it's brilliant. I used to talk about smashing light bulbs. Not a good idea. I forgot about, you know, I didn't understand about the mercury early on, the old-fashioned light bulbs. 
ice cubes are benign. It'd be very easy to do that. And the other, some of the other things you can do, of course, is, you know, beat a pillow, even though it feels weird, just get started and you'll be surprised how the energy will just begin. Um, go to a batting cage or go to a golf, um, what do you call it? Like a shooting, like a shooting range, a golf, a golf range. I don't know what you call it. Isn't that funny? I'm spacing on what you call it, but, um, you know, a place where you can hit golf balls, something physical that will move the energy out of your body could be really, really helpful. Um, you know, on the other side of your anger, Vivian, is your power. And so feeling and expressing anger is really, really important. Okay, let's see. Um, Jackie says, I've recently started a new business, but find that my perfectionistic tendencies are keeping me from taking more action, like networking. I did some soul searching, and I think my time in school when I was bullied makes me fear being judged. I've been listening to author Anita Morjani, I love Anita, um, on YouTube, and she teaches about striving to be your true authentic self and living life fearlessly. Can you offer some suggestions on how to do that? Well, that's a big question, isn't it? Right? Big, big questions. Um, first of all, it's normal to feel nervous about putting yourself out there when you start a business. Everybody feels nervous about that. God knows I did and still do when I put myself out into the world in different ways. So that's absolutely normal, Jackie. And you know how you deal with that? You do it. Like, for example, you just go to a networking event, and instead of thinking of yourself going to the networking event because you need to meet people and build your business, here's what I want you to do. This is a really great tip somebody gave me 25 years ago. I want you to go to the networking event with the idea that you're going to learn as much about people there as you can, and you're going to offer to help as many people as you can without any agenda related to your business. So you just go and, you know, I'll tell you a little secret, Jackie. Most people don't ask enough questions. Men in particular, when I'm coaching men, I usually have to coach them around this. People love to, t love to be um, asked questions and to be able to talk about themselves. And so when you go to the event, the networking event, I just want you to get to know people. Ask questions. Tell me about what you do. And then as they tell you about what they do, ask more questions. Really, what made you get started with that? Or what do you love about what you do? What drives you crazy? Um, what are some of the best ways you've learned to build your business? Like make it all about the other people and you'll feel less self-conscious. And before you know it, you'll start to, you know, people want to do business with people who actually care about who they are and um, who care about uh you know, people want to do business with people who care about relationships. That's what I want to say. So the way we learn to bring our authentic self to the world is by risking being that authentic self with the world. You can't get around it, Jackie. There's nothing. Your mind is, is searching for something you could, you could tell yourself that will make this all go away. But experience is the greatest teacher of all. And we need the experience of... Um, getting out there in the world. You're going to be fine. I promise you, you're going to be fine. And remember, you got to practice getting rejected. Oh, if I had only known. Like, go out and get rejected. The more you get rejected, the easier it is to get rejected. <laughs> Isn't that funny? All right, I'm looking up above here because I'm nervous. I'm looking down at the road, and there's all these geese with their baby, babies crossing the road. And I know that people come through in cars driving way too fast. 
And I'm so afraid they're going to get hit. But you know what? Thank God there's a car coming and he's encouraging all of them to move. So now I feel better. Okay. I feel a little safer. There's like a whole bunch of, bunch of ant, uh, geese trying to get by. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, James says, I totally agree with good therapy, good in capitals, capital letters. You're absolutely right. Um, let's see. What are the questions we have? Claudia says, I wasn't invited to my first great-grandchild's baby shower. I've had serious issues with my daughter, but have a good relationship with my granddaughter, the mom. Should I do anything? Well, if you have a good relationship with your granddaughter, so she's kind of in the middle, right? Claudia, that's a tough place to be in, isn't it? You're, so you're, um, okay, so let me say this right. Um, your daughter's daughter, you have a good relationship with her. What I would recommend is that you contact her directly and set up some time to see your grandchild's, see your great-grandchild. She's in the middle. It's a tough place to be. It's probably going to be much harder for her to piss off her mother than you because you have a good relationship with her. So put, put aside the fact that you weren't invited to the shower. Be the be the matriarch, be the divine mother here and let love prevail and simply call your granddaughter and let her know, you know, you understand it's got to be difficult with her being in the middle and, but you'd love to see her and you'd love to see her daughter and see what happens. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, so Anne-Marie says, Cheryl, my daughter fights anger and depression and has not really gone for help. So when she has bad days, she tends to attack me on her childhood and blame me for her mental illness. I've sat and talked to her a few months back and told her I'm sorry for any mistakes I made as a mom. That's very, very kind of you to do that. But now a couple of weeks ago, she's attacked me again with all of this. So I've decided to give her some space. My question is, do you think this is smart, a smart choice on my part? to give her time from me. I'm at a loss. I've been on a spiritual path the last two years and this feels like a setback. Actually, I don't see it as a setback at all, Anne-Marie. I think your willingness to give her space and to recognize, I'm assuming she's an adult and she's not living with you, which is a really good thing. It's so hard. You know, I don't have children, so I, I wanna just say that up front, but I cannot imagine what it would be like to have a child a grown child who struggles with anger and depression. Anger can be a byproduct of depression, for sure. And not be able to do anything about getting them help, but you can't. She's an adult. So I actually think it's healthy for you to step back, give her space, and let her deal with the consequences of, I know that sounds harsh. I don't mean it to sound harsh, but she's got to feel ready to get the help that she needs. The best thing you can do is simply this. You say to her, sweetheart, I love you. I'm sorry for, as I've said before, I'm sorry for anything that I've done that's contributed to your tough life. I'm happy to work through things with you, but not, not by fighting and not with the anger. So um, I love you, and when you're ready to get some support, I'm here to help you find that support in any way I can. And then just keep returning to that. I love you. 
I want you to get the support you need. I'm here to support you whenever you're ready. And then let it go for a while. Give her some space. I think that's actually really smart. Um, so uh, Dina or Dennis says, hi, my husband and I are currently dealing with an ailing mother-in-law who lives with us. So I'm assuming she's your mother-in-law. We are her primary caregivers, and my husband is having a difficult time opening up about how he feels about the situation. You know, men and women process things differently, um, Dina. I hope I'm saying that right, Dina, I'll say. Men and women process things differently. And um, so I think sometimes the best thing you can do, so for example, I'm a feeler, and my husband Michael is a thinker. He tends to think his way through things first. I tend to feel my way through things. What I've learned is I have so much to benefit from his way of thinking. Like I learn about thinking through things because of Michael and his ability. And he learns through my own just example how to connect to how he feels. I think what you can say to your husband is, you know, I love you and I imagine this has got to be really hard. This is a tough situation. Um, I just want you to know I'm here to support you in any way you need to be supported. You might be surprised. He might just say to you, you know what, just having you sit in the same room with me is enough. The help you give me with my mom is enough. You know, uh, taking care of her. Like, just ask him, how can I support you with this? Don't expect him to process it the way that you do. It's, it's, not, it's not fair and it's not appropriate and you'll be disappointed. And then also, Dina, I want to make sure that you get the support you need to process this experience. She's your mother too, you know, and she's living with you. And so you want to make sure that you've got somebody, preferably somebody who understands what it's like to be a feeler, um, somebody outside of the marriage that you can go to for support so that you can then be there for him during this in the way that he wants you to be there for him. Okay. Really important. Um, okay. Let's see. I'm just scrolling through here. Renee says, how much to get coaching from you, please? Um, I don't do any private coaching anymore, Renee. Um, thank you for asking. But if you are interested in hiring a coach, you can always send an email to Cheryl at CherylRichardson.com. And we have a, just a short list of coaches whose work I'm very familiar with. I don't get a referral fee. I don't get any money for it. I just feel comfortable referring them because I'm very familiar with their work. Um, so you can, also, you can always just send an email again to Cheryl at CherylRichardson.com. Um, let's see. Yeah. Can you hear the bird outside? The red winged blackbird. Yeah. Hi. Hi, buddy. So sweet. All right. I'm just scrolling through. Um, uh, let's see. Lisa says, life got so complicated. I lost my car in a car wreck. The fault is on me. Mm, sorry, Lisa. Need a place to live, getting out of a toxic household, feeling of loss and fault. I know time will reveal better times. It's a monetary stress, but painful. Oh, like a momentary stress, I think you mean. Words of wisdom appreciated. Lisa, you are experiencing what I call a cosmic rug pulling. <laughs> When the shit hits the fan all at once, right? A whole bunch of things happen, and I'm really sorry that that's happened to you. 
Man, it's hard. And I've been there before where just it feels like several things. Here's what I know. When all is breaking up, something new is breaking through. I saw that on a church um, like billboard probably 40 years ago when I was very young and I was um, ending a, a relationship and I didn't have a place to live and I was scared and I didn't feel confident at all. And I drove by and I saw that sign, um, when all is breaking up, something new is breaking through. And I'm telling you, Lisa, I hung on to that for dear life. And I just kept affirming something new is breaking through, something new is breaking through. And I kept asking for support and, you know, reaching out. At, at the time, I was involved in Al-Anon and I got lots of great support, Al-Anon adult child meetings. And I got lots of great support at those meetings. And so if there's a place where you can go that you're involved with, it could be a 12-step group, it could be um, a church group, it could be a support group, like finding a therapist, joining a support group, or... You can also check um, local, like women's health centers or hospitals um, often have information on support groups for people going through difficult times. Um, this is temporary. You're absolutely right, Lisa. It's temporary. And life is preparing you for something important, the next stage. And the experiences that you're going through are allowing you to garner wisdom that will be really important for that next stage of your life. And probably the next stage of how you're gonna be of service to the world. Because the way that we really help people, the way that I'm able to help so many people is because of going through tough times and working my way through them and growing up and getting the support I need and learning about life and learning about myself. And it's prepared me to do so much of the work that I do now and that's what you're probably being prepared to do. So I'm going to put you in my prayer book too. How about that, Lisa? Don't you think? I think you need to be in the prayer book with this cosmic rug pulling that's going on. I am um, <laughs> I'm putting you on a page all by yourself. <laughs> I don't know if you can see that. Can you see that? All by yourself with a big heart around your name. Extra special treatment for you, my dear. You're going to get through this. I know you will. Okay, let's see. We're almost out of time here. I'm going to just look real quick. Um, so Mary Carmen says, I want to have clarity to move from my home and the city I live in. I don't like the city anymore. I need a city closer to nature. And I'm, yes, I'm fearful at the same time. I want to do it, but I feel it's truly, and I feel it's necessary for my soul. Well, that's really important to know, Mary Carmen, isn't it? Could you please support me energetically? I feel you have lots of clarity focus. Well, sometimes I have clarity focus. And, um, and yeah, I think we need to pay attention to where the soul wants to be. And um, I remember a time in my life when I was living in a place that I just knew my soul just did not want to be there anymore. And I really, really needed to... Um, I needed to move and it was scary. Anytime we make changes, big changes like moving, we, it, we feel nervous and scared. But remember, I always say you need three things when you're, when you're scared about making changes, friends, facts, and faith. You need good support, you need information, like okay, where else might I live? Where are some of the places that I could go to? Where around me, you know, what, what nature do I wanna be around? Sometimes I've found, Mary Carmen, is um, when I've found a new place to live and it feels so good, 
I instantly feel infused with the courage to begin making changes. So friends, fact and fi facts and faith. Great support. Start to do some research. Where might be some fun and interesting places to live? You don't have to move just yet. You don't have to make any major changes. Just do the research. And then, of course, the last one is faith. And that is eventually at some point or another, at some time or another, we have to just take a step. We have to do something. Um, we have to make a move. We have to take action. We have to make a change. And just have faith both in a power greater than us and in ourselves that we'll be able to take care of ourselves and that we will be taken care of. All right. Lots of luck to you, sweetheart, and lots of love too. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna end there for now, and thank you all so much for joining me. Again, remember, um, <clears throat> you can join me on Instagram at Coach on Call. That's my name on Instagram, and um, every now and then I do laser coaching on there. You can ask me a question, and be sure to put yourself on the wait list for the Self Care by the Sea retreat because it's opening for registration this week. I'm so excited about that. Okay. All right, everybody. Thank you for being with me. I really am grateful. We'll post resources here afterwards. And um, in the meantime, be good to yourself. Be really, 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 really good to yourself. All right. You need to be your own best friend. Remember, like Louise Hay said, you will be with you longer than anyone else on the planet. Why not make it a good relationship? <laughs> All right. Take good care. Bye, everybody.